gonna start the podcast. Have you ever seen this page? What's that page? Just drones over a broom page? No. It's incredible. This guy, a photographer flies a, a drone over Broom County to yeah. certain places and he just takes pictures and they're incredible. Like, it's really, really good. You know, that's probably like the next piece of equipment. A drone? And what? It's a drone. Fly a drone. Did somebody have a drone it makes a last year? I'm pretty sure there was a drone flying around I mean, the pro- I mean, probably. Yeah. But it makes Are we difference. actually recording right now? Yeah, we are. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the show has started. All right. So uh, before we forget, Matt wants you to watch The Birds, and we're going to PAX East. <laughs> we're going to start telling you we're going to PAX East next year, yeah. the day after we get back from PAX we, East. We should just replace year. The Birds with PAX East. Yeah, right. now. So oh, oh, we're going to start things off. Why don't we start things off with the XFL? Just because we're talking about football before the podcast even started. Yeah. The XFL is on right now yeah. on TV. Second week in a row, you guys are getting football. You've live been updates. you've been excited about this for weeks. Yeah. Has Vince McMahon been on the sideline yet? No. And you know that's that that's a good point. I am amazed Vince McMahon had the restraint. He had to be there opening day. He, he had to. Be. He wasn't not from what I've seen. No. He, I, I haven't seen him at any of the games. And that blows my so mind. So this is the second day, right? Yeah, today's the second day. So what? This you, is the you've final been game. you've been watching it. Oh yeah, I think I watched. Yeah, I watched all four so games. So what do you what do you think? I haven't watched it. Um, you know, I'm I'm really impressed. There's I think there's a few things that they'll end up dropping. Um, Did they just get a nine point touchdown? Well, like this is one of the things I really dislike is the cameras are too invasive. Yeah. Like I get like you know I got a hand to Vince. He loves, he knows, he knows how important narrative yeah. is oh, to selling well, anything, even a football wrestling. game. Like, yeah. he knows narrative is king. Yeah. And, and, you know, when the NFL added the little sky cam, which is the camera on a cord, yeah. they did that because the XFL did it first. Really? You know, like, so th- that was Vince before, and now, you know, now they have cameras, they have well, uh, mics on like basically everything. And I saw that the coaches are mic'd up, which yeah. is interesting. Well, the, the one of the greatest changes, the one that uh, things, uh, the one thing people have been raving about the most, is when they do the reviews, they let you in the booth and they let you listen to the conversation. Oh, between really? The booth the and, reps and the refs. And yeah. That's so you know exactly. You know exactly why they're, they're making seeing. the call. Yeah. yeah. That is that's helpful as yeah. a viewer. Everybody because loves everybody it. else you're in the dark. Yeah. You're like, what do they think? What are they seeing? Well, yeah. What are they thinking? And when they overturn a call, sometimes people are like, what the hell were they possibly yeah. thinking right. to do that? You know. And so now they've completely removed that. It's transparent. Yeah. And, and it's just like, you know, you see it and you just think to yourself, how have we not been doing this the yeah. whole time? Because yeah. like it just it's so smart. What do you think of the quality of the players? Uh, you know. Um, it's obviously a step down from the NFL. Yeah, is it noticeable? Um, and sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. You know, it's a little unfair. Are to they better them. than college? They've only had one practice of contact. Yeah. Um, coming into this. Yeah. So, you know, they, and they've only been practicing like a couple of weeks yeah. or something. So, it's it's not really fair. Not they had no players. they yeah. had no preseason. Yeah. So this is a, this is yeah. like the first time this is they, their preseason. Yeah. So I mean. What what can you expect, really? I mean, maybe next year, and as the season goes on, it'll get a little bit better. It hasn't been bad. The only feedback, it's been better than college, but the only feedback that I've heard so far, and it was limited. I haven't talked to a lot of people about it, but people seem to hate the kickoff. They said it's chaos. But the starting them five yards from each other. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's it's not as exciting. Yeah, like you know, that's the one thing they've been trying to do. 
uh, with all the changes they've made yeah, is they look at what's exciting and what isn't. Yeah. And, and whatever isn't exciting, like right. the extra point after right. a touchdown, nobody cares about that. Like everybody falls asleep at that yeah. point. So they got rid of the extra point and they brought in, you know, you're going to run a play as though it's like yeah. a two-point conversion. Right. No matter what, no matter how many points you select to go for. Yeah. And there's now one, two, or three point options after a touchdown. Right. Nobody's gone for the three point yet. No. Nobody, I don't think anybody's well, gone for days. the. Nobody's gone for the two point even. I don't really? think. Really. Um, yeah, everybody's been going for one, yeah. which kind of surprised me. Well, it's early days. Yeah, I think I would at least go for the two the entire time. Um, yeah, the kickoff a little bit wonky because everybody stands perfectly still yeah. until the guy catches the ball. Yeah, right. Um, here, I mean, we're gonna watch. Yeah, right let's let's here. do it live. Let's we'll do it live. It does actually seem to result in. More big kickoff returns yeah. somehow. Like you, you wouldn't think so with the defenders being that close. Yeah. Um. But it's not so bad. Yeah. That's about the only drawback. I have nothing. I have nothing else to offer. But I, I'm. I am going to be curious to see. I think they planned it well to starting right at the end of the NFL. Yeah. So like if you want to watch yeah. football, here you go. You don't have to wait. Exactly. You got something on. I, I think you're you're dead right. And it's on that. ESPN. So it's not like it's like on like some yeah. little known well, and that's channel. The, I mean, that's really the other big You don't got to go out of your way to find it. It's on ESPN, yeah. ABC, and Fox. Yeah. Like, you know, like Vince was a genius to somehow work that out. Yeah. Um, because the games are so visible. Right. It's really entertaining, honestly. Yeah. And, you know. It's football. If you like football. Yeah, it's so cool that we're going to get football all the way up until the end of April. Yeah. Now. And that, that means the off season is essentially May. June, That's July, it. yeah, and then you know. Well, they're already in camp by July, right? Yeah, the NFL. Yeah, but we'll be having games in August. Yeah. We'll have college football yeah. in August. So, so like the off season now is just three. It's like the Walking months. Dead. No matter what time of year it is, there's some Walking yeah. Dead show on. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> who was that red shirt guy well, running see, through? So many drop passes. Yeah. And that, that wouldn't happen in the NFL. No, that wouldn't have happened in the NFL. <clears throat> that wide receiver also looks kind of shape. He's cut. <laughs> yeah. He's cut from the team. Um. So let's move on. Let's switch gears here. This is an interesting topic. So I think it was last week or the week before we were. You said, "Yeah, yeah, we should talk about. We should have talked about coronavirus." And I was like, "Yeah, it's probably gonna peter out. You know, it'll, it'll be old news here yeah. soon." Well, not really. I mean, it's still going. And I think if there's something that I've learned lately in talking to a lot of people and chatting with a lot of people on stream, it's that. Everybody loves a good conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah. I have found out and recently. And coronavirus is like a breeding ground for that. Well, there's multiple conspiracy theories. But the one I've seen that's the most credible is that several people in China who have spoken up about coronavirus have now died, died or gone missing. Yeah. And yeah. that's very strange. And, oh, yeah. Well, not really if you know China's behavior. But yeah, um, that's what I'm looking at. I mean, the virus... Yeah, I listened to a little bit about the virus itself. Because when I first heard this and I was seeing pictures, I was like, this looks like Resident Evil. Like, this is like yeah. a, a, a zombie outbreak here. But then I listened to a video about it and they're like, you know, unless you are somebody who's susceptible to illness like this. Like, like if, you're, if your immune system is already down. Like, if you're an infant... Or you're a senior citizen, kind of in their, you know, later days, then you'll get this, and like anything else, you'll fight it off. And yeah. There's really nothing. It's not 
the guy was saying like it's getting overblown like of how deadly it is. Yeah. Unless you are one of these two groups and you're not protecting yourself, which a lot of people don't take care of themselves. They don't protect themselves. So I don't know. The whole thing has just been pretty bizarre. Yes, I mean that is that is definitely the word to use is bizarre. Yeah. Because and we're talking about quarantines. Like yeah. this is real life. I mean quarantines. Yeah. Some of the images coming out of China. Yeah. Like, straight out of like a, a That's Resident, what I mean. Resident like, Evil it, it, movie. Like, this is like or a, whatever zombie movie you yeah. want to choose. Like this is like you know soldiers marching down the street in yeah. complete like contamination gear with yeah. assault rifles and I've seen images of and and um, um, you know videos online of people being welded into their uh, Jesus apartment By the like way, they put these contraptions on them so they can't open their doors virtually every store in the United States is sold out of medical masks like really I'm, I've been sold out for weeks okay now here's the thing and, and this is the thing that's a little bizarre to me and you mentioned um, somebody said you know it's overblown well the deadliness of- yeah the, the flu kills 60,000 right, Americans right so if if this 800 number, this this 800 deaths number is true, yeah, then yes, I mean, it's, it's basically blown it's, well, extremely. It's big. I I think I think maybe we're looking at it the wrong way. Maybe people should take because coronavirus is basically a very, a very potent flu. Yeah, people should take the flu more seriously, yeah. and they never do, and that's. Yeah. That's like yeah, that's yeah. why everybody says get a flu shot, get a flu shot, and everybody's like, oh, you know, the government's shooting yeah. nano machines into my body, and it doesn't work, and it's giving me this, that, and the other thing. And it's like, no, flu is a serious thing. Like you, you get dehydrated, you you can't keep food down. Like yeah, um, you know, and as to all those conspiracy theories, chaos is a ladder, right? I mean, <laughs> well. Chaos isn't a pit, it's a ladder. I, I don't think the Chinese government is trying to climb a ladder. They're doing what I don't China know. and Russia is known for. They're just making they they're covering well, everything up. I mean, today I read a, new, a report that, you know, Apple wanted to open it reopen its factory to, you know, produce new yeah. more iPhones. Yeah. And China said no. Well that and I, I had to wonder a little bit, was that was that really out of concern for safety? <laughs> yeah, or are not. they trying to Put the screws to Apple. Prob- that that is what is. Uh, I didn't think of this to talk about this in the podcast, but I've read of several uh, economic. I don't go and call it blowback, drawback, delays because of companies based in China. They basically can't operate right now. Either they've decided to close, or you know, so many of their employees are sick or evacuated yeah. or whatever. So I actually saw a report that the uh, the Series X and a PlayStation Five could even yeah. be delayed because of this. But nice. I don't I don't believe that will happen. But mm-hmm. that's the stuff people are starting to look at. It's like right now, parts of China and the economy that comes with it are totally locked down. Like yeah. nothing is occurring. So if there's work like iPhones, you know that needs to occur there, it's not. Yeah, I, I mean, I would. Hope that it's not a political move on their part to, to try and hurt Apple. Would it surprise you though. <laughs> well, I mean, I I would feel like it was a mistake because you know, Apple's already been um, incentivized to leave at least partly. Yeah. You know, production from China. Yeah. Because of the trade war. Yeah. And now if you're if you're politically trying to sabotage them. Yeah. Again, you know. Yeah. Like, you're just 
pushing them towards the door, like, hey, well, Microsoft, move your production. I believe elsewhere. Microsoft and Nintendo already moved their production. Yeah, elsewhere. so, I mean, it will only hurt China if that's what they were doing. Yeah. So I, I would hope that they aren't that stupid, but maybe they are. Um, I, who knows? Yeah, but, I mean, again, I, I'm just trying to wrap my head around the, the amount of action that's been taken yeah. around this virus. Yeah. And it's only killed 800. And 800, that's terrible, but... Compared to like just the flu, which is sixty thousand, it's nothing. Well, and that's what I'm saying is like maybe what we should take from this is we should really care yeah about the flu on an everyday basis and be more because people like I said this coronavirus everybody's sold out of masks yeah. in America, but people aren't concerned about the normal flu. They're like ah whatever. I mean China is quarantined. I think it's just because they hear flu, they're familiar with it, so they're not scared of it. China's coronavirus, they don't know what it is. Yeah. So China, they're like, oh. China has quarantined 60 million Which people. is insane. Yeah. I was going to say, like, could you imagine living in a place that's, that's under quarantine? The, that's one-fifth of the U.S. Pop, total that's, population. That's, could you imagine your life right now if you're living in a country yeah. where millions of people were being quarantined? Yeah. Like, that's just insane. And they've, they've ordered that people that die from coronavirus must be uh, cremated, yeah, which is you know angering some of the yeah. families, and you know like they're they're going to these extremes to try and like you know get rid of this as Cremation quickly as possible. Cremation is against uh, the Islam religion. Yeah. So. Oh, is it? Yeah. It oh, is. so yeah. that would be even more offensive. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't think it's really hit that that providence. Jiang Zhang. Yeah. I think it is. Um. So you know, thankfully for that, but. You know, it's just a mess. And yeah, the degree that they're going to for 800 deaths, I, I don't know. Do they know something we don't know? Are the figures skewed? That's, it just leaves that's me where the weird conspiracy theory stuff starts to come in. Like, because you could spend, like you said, like, what is, is there something else going on yeah. here that's being, and then, but then these cover ups, seemingly cover ups where people that speak out are yeah. dead or disappear, makes you think it even more like, is there something else going on? It's expected to hit their economy to the tune of one or two percent. Like, is this giving like birth defects? Like I, afterwards, I don't know. like yeah. you couldn't know yet. Like but. it seems like there's got to be something more to it yeah. for for it, the for the size of the response. It makes me like all I could think of was uh, like Chernobyl. Yeah. Like yeah. Like what, it, it really like, does seem like other residual effects from this. Like, are there stuff? Are things going on that? But it seems like a Chernobyl being scale yeah. response, if not yeah. bigger. Yeah. Which is like, and then you look at eight hundred deaths, and you, you just like, there's got to be something else to it. Like, yeah. Why such a big response to what's relatively I, small? I think maybe it's because it, part of it, it's because it's China. You know, epidemics when your population is so concentrated like it is in China yeah things can just spread so rapidly there because you know, look we got 300 million people in the US but we're so spread out yeah whereas like there it's like yeah I don't know. it's just spread like they all fire. live on the um, eastern yeah. coast too yeah like almost nobody lives in the west mm-hmm. um, so yes it is very crowded in fact Wuhan has a population greater than New York City yeah so, I mean, like, this is... And it's not even their biggest city. By so. the way, I saw a suggestion this week. I don't remember who it was. Somebody in the U.S. government suggested that the U.S. should buy uh, majority the majority of a tech company. I forget which one. 
Um, to compete with. No, ironically, Hawaii. It's, it's, Hawaii or it's Nokia. Yeah, that's why you guys should buy Nokia. Yeah, which is ironic because Microsoft already sort of bought Nokia, yeah. <laughs> but um, well, part of Nokia. Yeah. Um, so uh, Just to yeah, compete I thought with that was Hawaii. So, yeah, that's it. Just to try and blunt Huawei. Huawei. Yeah. How are you saying? Yeah. Who nobody listening that's probably even knows what. The, yeah. <laughs> I scarcely. I found out my are. girlfriend owns a Huawei tablet. So. Oh boy. I was like, oh, yeah, we're being spied on. Yeah, well, we all are these days. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was a big deal. Um, so moving on to some gaming stuff here. Sony mysteriously, not so mysteriously, again, the weird moves by Sony. It's like they're being run by people who don't know, like, the magnitude of their company or something. Because Sony put up a PlayStation 5 website this week that didn't say anything other than we're not ready to announce the details of the PlayStation yes, 5 yet. Yeah. It, was a, it wasn't even a hype page. It's not like a, you know, coming soon, like, get excited, like a countdown. They're, they're keeping the Nothing. fans informed. It's just like, they're keeping the we're fans not ready informed. to announce yet. Here's our website. Like, what the f- who? Yeah. Their marketing department must be, like, being paid $11 Sony, an hour. Sony occasionally does things that make you wonder how they're, like, the market leader. That's what I mean, like... Because, yeah, I mean, these are... I mean, rookie mistakes, rookie... I, I mean, I don't if even know if it's a mistake. It's if just, I was going to put the PlayStation 5 website online, and I'm at Sony, I'm going to do like a single like splash page. Like when you go to PlayStation5.com, yeah. and it's going to be like just like a countdown. And it's like the future is coming. Like something exciting, yeah. like yeah. catchy. And they do, we're not ready to announce the details of the PlayStation uh, I wonder if 5. they were going to announce something. Like, it, it sort of feels like they had a plan... And maybe maybe they had like a contract for this website. Okay, yeah. you put this website yeah. up, you know, on this day, blah blah blah. And it feels like they had a plan, and then all of a sudden they changed the plan. And I wonder and maybe if I, that's why. I wonder this if is a happening. lot of it has to do with all the staffing changes within yeah. Sony structure yeah, changes. Maybe, um, but it does sort of feel like maybe there's also like a cat and mouse game going on between Microsoft and Sony. Well, that that's our very next point here. Is uh, Sony said that they haven't decided to play price of the PlayStation 5 yet, specifically because they're waiting for Microsoft to announce (laughs) theirs. So Um, what do you make? We're now expectedly, what, seven months from the the launch of these consoles? To me, this says... I guess price is the last thing you can do. What do you think this says? To me, I I mean... It's probably expensive then. Well, no. To me, it says Xbox is going to be the more expensive one. Well, they're wait- Sony's going to be waiting to undercut Xbox, yeah. basically. But if they're going to... If gonna, they can. I mean, this isn't going to be an Xbox One situation where the Xbox One was more expensive, but also less powerful. Yeah, yeah. Because Microsoft has gone for one thing and one thing only this time, and that's pure power. Well, you know what's weird? Is that there's different sources are saying different things. Yeah. This. So... Some sources are saying the PlayStation 5 is more powerful. Some sources are saying the Xbox Series X is more powerful. But if Sony's waiting to, for Microsoft to give the price, I feel like they have to know that their console's the weaker one. So I, they, they need to make sure that they're the less expensive. I would be shocked if the PlayStation 5 was more powerful than the Xbox Series yeah. X. I'd, I'd really be shocked. Yeah, because I, I think if, if you know yours is the more powerful console, you don't need to wait because it doesn't matter. Like... Yeah. If yours is more powerful, you can price, price it for what it is. Yeah, you price it just like they did with PS3. You yeah. know, like they walked out there, hey, it's five ninety nine because we threw in a Blu-ray player. This is the value of it. Right? Yeah. Like and it's the more powerful console yeah. they said. You know, yeah. Which was debatable at that point. But 
it made sense. It proved to be true. I mean, it, yeah, it, it did seem to be more powerful some ways. Um, and it did have the Blu-ray player, which yeah. was a big deal at the yeah. time. So, like, the you know, the price yeah. made sense. The value was there. You know, like, they didn't, they weren't waiting they for They could X- stand on their own yeah. product. So that's why I believe the fact that they're waiting for Xbox to give their price yeah. is just a sign that it's got to be weaker. Could you imagine if, if Microsoft rolls it out again? Well, it's discless. You can't use. You yeah. can't sell your use games. <laughs> <laughs> I know we tried it before and you didn't like it, but we're going to do it I again. Mean, and it wouldn't even make sense at this point. It's so funny because it basically stuck to the game plan for the Xbox One. Yeah, eventually. I, I mean, games... They did back off their games policy. Yeah. You know, games acted more traditionally. <clears throat> well, you know, and you know what's... But outside of that, everything else... Even on delivered. the PlayStation side, like, these games are installed yes. to your hard drive. Yes, you've got a disc in there, but they're installed. Yeah. So, I, I just, I don't get it. I, I mean, PlayStation's still pretty good offline. Like, you don't need... Like, I never have my PlayStation connected to it. Yeah. Um... You know, they're still good like that. Whereas Microsoft, I mean, you try using the Xbox when it's not online and it's just like a it's almost useless. Yeah. So basically Microsoft still did what they said they were gonna do. Yeah. You know, even though they sort of sounded like they're backing off of it. And well they released survived. the discless Xbox One and yeah, they, that's were, true. they they eventually got there. Yeah. Um, so. It'll be interesting though. I, 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 so Sony's been planning this big event. And everybody believes that it's this month. We're yeah. already almost halfway through. Um, there were rumors that press were attending. Maybe it'll be at PAX East. There were rumors that press was attending a NBA Sony event this week because somebody posted a a pic, I guess, picture, and all it said was PlayStation meeting, and there was nothing like there's no other info available for this. But I, I do think it's... <clears throat> so here they come, they're going to blow out their console, but they're not going to announce the price. And I guess Microsoft hasn't either. But, uh, I don't know, it just feels like Sony's playing catch-up in so many yeah. ways. I mean, I wonder what it was. I wonder I wonder what it was. Was it the fact that maybe... Yeah, I mean, it's just been such a cat-and-mouse game. I, I wonder who's sort of, like, leading. Yeah. Um, because it and sort how much of feels do they like they know about each other. Well, like, well, do you remember how there was going to be two Xboxes, but then oh no no no, there was only going to be one. Yeah, and then maybe two again. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, oh no no no, the second one is happening. Yeah. So I just sort of wondered, did and there's a stream box supposedly. Yeah. What was was Microsoft gonna do two models, and then Sony was like, okay, we'll split them, and then Microsoft was like, oh okay, well then. You know, or, or did Microsoft hear that like the Sony console is equally as powerful, so they said, "Oh, okay, we don't need the weaker one." It. Yeah. And then they found out that it was going to be less expensive than their console, so they were like, "Oh, okay, bring it back, bring it back." The thing, like, I, it's just how so it, weird. How it feels to me, and again, I have no inside information, and this is just my opinion. Microsoft, it feels like Microsoft has a much stronger path for what they want to do, and they're not reacting to anybody yes. else. Like, this is what we need to do with our products and services. But with Sony, it feels like they don't really know what they need to do right yeah. now. They're kind of, and it weird, it's so weird because technically they are the market leader. Yeah. So, like, they're coming out of a generation that they've overwhelmingly won. So it, but, it, but they feel like they're, like, in a place of uncertainty. You know, the, the real irony. Whereas Microsoft feels like they're very much, like, on a path that is so clear to them. And there's no... 
indecision at all. The real irony is, is that in terms of hardware, Microsoft seems much more competent. Yeah. And in terms of software, Sony's obviously more competent. Yeah, this gen, definitely. Yeah, which is, which is just hilariously ironic considering one's a hardware company yeah. and the other's software. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you look at the PS4 Pro, even though that thing came out before Xbox One X, to me, it's that? so painfully obvious. It's that, undercooked. Well, that Sony just threw it together. Yeah, that's like, what I mean. They, just they had no idea what they were doing. Stick they, this in. They just heard Microsoft's doing this. So, yeah. like, yeah, let's just put a... Like, basically, all they did was put a stronger GPU in it mm-hmm. and then push it out the door. Yeah. Like, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, then you look at the One X, which was, you know... Almost completely re-engineered from yeah. the other one, and it's going to be still going forward for yeah. years. And they're the, going to continue. And the X enhancements, years. like the One X, was clearly so much more thought out. Yeah. To me, to me, it's pretty obvious who had the idea first and yeah. who just threw a new GPU in it. And we're going to beat door. you there. Yeah, we'll, we'll make it a hundred dollars cheaper. Yeah, and, um, and it just feels like that's happening. Again. Well, and I, and the thing is too, though, is that it really paid off because you did hear a lot of people intrigued in buying the Xbox One X. The PS4 Pro felt almost like a bastard child. Like yeah. almost no I didn't hear anybody like, yeah, I'm gonna go get the PS4 Pro. You know if, if there were people who didn't yet have a PlayStation 4, they might have been considering it. Yeah. But I literally don't know anybody, I don't think, that bought a PS4 Pro. But I know multiple people yeah. that bought an X. Yeah. PS4 Pro I mean on the one hand uh, I, yeah it was a, it was an absolute failure. But on the other hand, it did kind of show that, you know, like with 4K upscaling, with, yeah. the, with the checkerboard rendering, that, yeah. like that, that was really good enough. Yeah, and, for and, most people. And that's why I think you can't discount a 4 teraflop, you know, yeah. Xbox, whatever the, whatever it's going to be called. Lockhart. Lockhart. That's the yes. code name. Because the upscaling is fine. You know, most as long as you got the improved care. CPU... You know that that's all that really matters. Um, so I, I think it it could happen. And it could be successful. Um, interestingly enough, I didn't put this on there, but the, a poll came out today uh, that showed that generation let's see, millennials prefer, by and large prefer the PlayStation brand, but Generation Z. Z prefers the Xbox brand. Which, which I would have guessed the opposite. Yes. So I don't I didn't look into how many people in this poll voted and it was only US. It wasn't well, uh, worldwide. You know, maybe it does make sense actually now that I stop and think about it. Because we grew up with like PS two. We grew like up our generation. Yeah, we grew up with like PS one, PS two. Yeah. Which were like the best years of PlayStation. Gen yeah. Z would have grown up with PS three versus like Xbox, Xbox three sixty. Yeah. Which, you know, obviously was the worst generation of PlayStation, yeah. the best generation of Xbox. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess Xbox in a way, and yeah, in a way it makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, you know, what you grew up with is what, what's yeah. going to matter most. Yeah, that, that does. But, I mean, it's, it's great for Microsoft that they came out on top um, in any generation. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Especially after the Xbox One. Yeah. So, here, here was some really surprising news. Rod Ferguson... The head of the coalition, the developer behind the Gears of War franchise, now the Epic no longer makes it. So he was originally at Epic, and then he joined the coalition to take over Gears at Microsoft. He has left the coalition 
two games into the New Gears trilogy, right after five, and he's joined Blizzard specifically to oversee the Diablo franchise. So, I mean, I like both of these. I love Blizzard and I like Gears, so my response to this was uh, twofold. I'm happy that Blizzard's picking up new talent because they've been making a lot of poor decisions yeah. lately. So they got Mike... You know, they're going specifically going after, if you notice, Xbox people. Yeah. Because they got Rod Ferguson and they got Mike Ibarra, the, <laughs> the former VP of Xbox. Yeah. Two people which I trust are now at the Neo... I'm going to call it Neo Blizzard. Uh, for the Gears franchise... I don't know how I feel about this. This could set up like, okay, cool, maybe they'll go in a new direction. You know, a lot of people are excited about Gears Tactics, which, which comes out in like two months. I don't know where are these Gears, though. Like, I, I, I really don't. I Maybe I'll just... I, I don't know. What are you chuckling about uh, over there? Well, I, I, I just happened to rewatch one of my favorite Saturday Night Live skits. Yeah. And it has, uh, it's it's the Jeopardy skit. I don't know if you ever seen it. What the it. hell does this have to do with what we're talking Well, you'll see in a second. You'll see in a second. Because uh, out of nowhere, um, oh shit, what's his name? Um, Team Cook? Well, in the skit, there, there's like, you know, a few regular celebrities yeah. on it. And one of them was Burt Reynolds. Okay. And he comes out of nowhere. Like, he brings a stand and everything. And his name is Turd Ferguson. What the hell is that? It looks like Rod Ferguson. Yeah, and he's like, no, your name's Burt Reynolds. He's not, no, it's Turd Ferguson. And then he says, what is Andre the Giant? You know, like, and then the rest of the skit, he's just asking him, like, no, what? It, who is Andre the Giant? You know, like, I'm just, so, I don't know. Okay, oh, anyway, yeah. getting back on topic. The, the um... The thing I've seen all day in relation... We lost everybody listening. They turned the episode The off. thing I saw all day about this... 18-year-old cut it completely out. SNL. Um, you can leave it. The, <laughs> the thing I saw today That was, was the biggest tangent this podcast ever Who, before. Who is in more chaos? The, the Coalition or that was Blizzard? Was like, that's yeah. what everybody was saying. Like... You know, like either either they're saying the coalition's in total chaos and people are jumping ship, or Blizzard's in total chaos yeah. and they desperately need new help. And it's like, okay, are they both in chaos? Well, or like, well <laughs> I, I think there's definitely a void at the coalition. I don't think the yeah. coalition is in chaos because yeah. Gears Tactics has a lot of people excited. Gears Five was pretty good. Are they going to forever be the Gear Studio? Well, well that's the question. Uh, th- you know, people said the same thing about Three Forty Three. Are they just going to be stuck on Halo well, forever? Three Forty Three. I mean, when you have a name, when when you name your, I mean, is the Coalition like a, a Gears reference? Yeah, it is. Coalition of Governments. That's oh, okay. Cog. Okay, so then I guess it makes sense. But if you remember when they were first founded, they were called Black Tusk. Yeah. And they were going to do Shanghai, I yeah. believe. Yeah, I remember that. So then they got repurposed after. Boy, how bad must Shanghai have been? <laughs> then be like, nope, you're doing Gears now. Well, you know, Gears Five was pretty a pretty good game. Yeah, it was. But when I when I play Gears Four and Five, and I really liked Gears Five a lot, I I can't help but wonder like, is this all that this this studio can do is keep riding the same? And I'm not putting them down, but is that you know, because Shanghai, something original didn't work out. So is this really all they can do is just keep writing this one gameplay formula? 
you know, and maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Nobody ever get a chance to do anything different. I don't know. But I feel like these are, yeah, I do feel like Blizzard is in chaos. And I, uh, that's a Warcraft 3 reference, by the way. I did it mm-hmm. on accident. But, um, I think it's good that they're picking up bold new leadership, like Mikey Barra, like Rod Ferguson, because there are people who are going to come in with a vision and a way of doing things. Should, so. have, should have signed Turd Ferguson. <laughs> okay, we're moving on. <laughs> who is Andre the Giant? Uh, so there's <laughs> platinum news all over the freaking place this week. Did you notice that platinum has a booth at PAX East? Yes. That's very well, weird. Well, I only noticed because you That's very me told weird. Me. Because they're a developer, not a... Most publishers come. So anyway, Platinum put up a wonderful 101 Kickstarter this week, and it got fully funded within like 10 minutes, which is why I thought it, the whole thing was kind of ridiculous. But so Wonderful 101 is coming to Switch, Steam, and PS4. And I actually think I'm going to buy one of these versions. And it definitely is going to be the Switch version, which I'm right to toss into the snow. Because <laughs> the thing's more useless. <laughs> Maybe it'll melt the snow on my wall. Uh, you're going to be disappointed no matter what you get up. <clears throat> um, but they've got three more announcements coming. But- actually, wait, you know what? I'm going to take that back. Actually, since it won't have that whole drawing yeah. thing, I think it might be a better game. I think so, it. too. I mean, straight up action game. I hated the drawing aspect. And it'll get a fair shake this time. But then again, looking at, I mean, is it? Are they considering Xbox at all? That wasn't in the Kickstarter. Um, You know, if you look at Switch, you look at PS4, and then you look at Steam. I mean, with the Switch, it's got a touch screen. At least on the the handheld. Steam, you know, you have a mouse, which could you could use sort of like a touch screen. And, yeah. And PS4 has, has like that little touch thing. Yeah. So maybe they'll find a way to... I'd be shocked if they used that. Maybe they'll find a way to be keep it in, um, which would make me vomit. <laughs> but Platinum's got three more announcements coming. And uh, everybody's speculating what are these three, you know, games they're going to announce. But Platinum continued to talk a lot this week. They said that... They want Astral Chain to go multi-platform, but Nintendo owns part of the IP, so they don't Which know Which means it's they'll never go multi-platform. Exactly. And they, but I don't get why. They just seemed to be like, we're just going to say whatever. Yeah. Because they said, oh, we want to finish Scalebound. And then they said, oh, we want to publish Bayonetta, but 50% is owned by Sega and 50% is owned by Nintendo. It seemed like they just said, we want to do everything. Just... We want to do it all, guys. It's like, a, please love us. It sounds like a desperate plea for money. That's what like, I'm saying. Like, like oh, we want to do it all. We got all these projects. Look at all these projects. We want to like, finish Scalebound. You know, but we can't actually do any of them, but we got them. Right. We got, uh, you know. Yeah, we want to We're going to. And we want this to go. Well, I mean, they did get money because Tencent invested in it. Well, yeah. So now that's why I think they're announcing all these things because they're like, all right, we've got money. We can... It would, be a, it would be a weird thing to say when you've already turned down Microsoft from buying you. If you were hurting well, for it could have been Microsoft that pulled out. Yeah. It could have been them who got cold feet. Yeah, and said, ah, we're, you know, Maybe it was because Platinum was dead set on finishing scale. But like, ah, all right, never mind. We, we want you to do other stuff. You go, go do your other stuff. Uh, Scalebound looked terrible. 
it, it was such a disappointment, though, because it was yeah. exciting. Well, Xbox really needed a big game at that point. Yeah, and it was platinum, um, and it was an interesting honestly, concept. From what I saw, I was always like, uh, I don't know. Do you ever when they showed that boss battle at yes. E3? And it was like... Like, you have the AI dragon. Like, yeah. You have, like, the cornier version of Dante. Yeah. Who I actually thought looked like a decent character. Yeah. He had, like, headphones around his Well, neck. have you seen their new game? The, the one they're making for Square? It's no. definitely a platinum game. It's got the combat, but it's, like, the most generic. It's called Babylon Falls. It looks so generic. Incredible. Like, you have not seen a game this generic in your life. <laughs> and it, it'll probably be good numbers. because it's platinum. But um, we'll see what those next three announcements are. Hopefully, by next podcast, we'll have we'll know what one of them is. I'd really like to see Mad World come back again. Bring that back. Oh yeah, uh, Anarchy Reigns too. That yeah. brawler. Yeah. That, like it was like eight player online multiplayer brawler. Bleeding Edge is doing it. Um, Apple lost the court case this week. I believe this was in Europe somewhere. Last week, we were just talking about Europe taking it to Apple just last episode. Uh, they lost the court case admitting that it releases updates to slow down older models of iPhones. Take it away. Well, you know, I, I, I didn't read about this uh, particular case. I, I do remember hearing about it when it was brought. Um, I believe at the time, Apple said, well, it's not just we're slowing them down to make you buy a new phone. Yeah. It was something along the lines of, we believe slowing it down will, I don't know, like save your battery or they something. They tried to claim that it will preserve the components. It's like the yeah. CPU and yeah. the, maybe Which, the battery. You know, I, really, I don't know anything about, you know, the I, actual technicals I, of that. I so. have noticed the same thing on the Samsung side. I had a, a Note, well, whatever model it was, for yeah. ages. And I was very happy with it. And then I remember I told you, I think I might have told you on the podcast. Yeah. Maybe it was after the podcast. Well, that might be Google. That all of a sudden, when they released the newer model, they released an update to the software. Oh. And they moved all the buttons into weird places. So it was like, all of a sudden, it was harder to use. Oh. And it was so frustrating. Like, the YouTube... Was there a Bixby button on it? Of course there was. Oh, God. But I real I... I Count me in on this conspiracy theory. It's planned obsolescence is what it is. You know, it's, it's interesting. It's, we got a new phone. We're going to make your old one trash. I might still be using a Samsung phone had it not had a, a big screen. I was <laughs> it's totally, so It's annoyed. totally worthless. It's I, 100% worthless. I was so annoyed by that damn Bixby button. If they got like, rid of it, they would sell more phone. Yeah, and they, they did. They did get rid of it. Did they? Yeah, on the I 10. think mine has it. This is the 10 and it has it. Oh, okay. It's got that trash. I thought they got rid of it. I don't think so. Bixby voice. Oh, my God. Right on the side. Oh, my God. So it's still there? Yes. I could swear I heard they got rid of it. Maybe there's a newer model that has it. 10S or 10XL or... That's trash. It is trash. I hate Bixby. <laughs> With a burning passion. Uh, we should... We gotta make... To make the podcast blow up, we gotta make some... Make some YouTube video or like... I'll get like a... Like a... I hate Bixby tattoo if this <laughs> post gets 10,000 retweets. <laughs> something like that. Um, but yeah, I totally 100% believe it's planned obsolescence. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't doubt it. I, I And I'm glad they got called for it. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, I mean, I'm going to try and give them the benefit of the doubt here. I'm that, not. No. That no. Maybe, no. Maybe like some part Shut of Shut them it, down, China. Shut them down. Maybe some part of it is, is sort of true. 
But obviously, they're going to have the ulterior motive, which is probably the primary. I believe what they're saying that yeah, if you reduce, it's like anything. If you reduce the amount it's being used, it's going to last longer. I, I believe that. I don't believe that that's why they are releasing the update, though. But they're not suddenly saying, "What? Why wouldn't you just have it be like that from day one?" Yeah. If you were concerned about the longevity of these parts, you'd want it that way out of the box. Mm-hmm. It's when they release a newer model. No, they say oh, what? We're slowing Did they down. say which phones it is that's affecting? If you Google it, it might. I really don't know. See, that, that would be real interesting to see. Every time, literally every time I've looked over here, it's been a kickoff. I am amazed at the. The number of people still using like a 6S or oh, a yeah. 7. My mom, I got my mom like a 7 a couple years ago. That seems to happen a lot more in the Apple side than the yeah. Samsung. Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah. Well, that's because Apple does support it longer yeah. now. Whether or not they're slowing it down, I don't know. Yeah. Well, maybe they figure like, you know, what the hell. Because Or maybe do you think it's because Apple has a more broad audience. Like, 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 like I don't find that many, I don't want to call them boomers, like our parents. Yeah. They tend to go more towards the Apple side, in my experience. Yeah. So maybe that they're they're not so yeah like quick to update their phones. They don't well, really care. And you know that's kind of the strange thing is, is like if it calls the, and it texts, well, exactly. they don't really care. The the irony of this is that the people using six S sevens, you know, like mm-hmm. which are like the tail end of yeah. what's still reasonable. Um, they clearly aren't going to care. Like, no. You can slow this thing to a crawl. All they and, do. Yeah, they, they only make phone calls and texts. Yeah, that's it. it. May take a couple pictures. Yeah. The crappy picture. Like, they don't care. Like, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm always telling my parents, you guys should use Apple Pay. Yeah. No way. No way. No way. Not happening. Yeah. You know, like, and it's like, okay. You know, like, but, so they don't care. Like, as yeah. long as it, as long as they can call people and text people, they, they don't care. Yeah. Pretty so, much. I mean, I can't tell you. We sell those jitterbug phones at my store. Are you, are you familiar with those? No. So jitterbug phones are, they're literally marketed as the cell phone for old people. <laughs> so they're, they're the, the keys on, like, one of the models, there's only two models. There's a smartphone model. Yeah. And then there's a model literally with the old buttons. And uh, a lot of senior citizens do come in and they literally say, hey, you got those phones for old people? And I walk them over. Really? Yeah. Oh. And I show them to them. And they, they look at it. And it, it goes one of two ways, usually. They look at it. They still feel it's too complicated. Oh, and they yeah. walk out. Or the other way is they buy it and they bring it back because it was still too complicated. Oh, my God. And how many buttons does that? It was just like the old. Remember, like, one, two, three, four, five, oh, six, oh, seven, really? eight. And remember when you would just, if you had the text, you'd have yeah. to press it three times yeah. to get it to the letter you need. Yeah. Uh, so there's that, and then there's a smartphone version. Man, kids today don't have any idea. And I know. Um, <laughs> that's why the BlackBerry was revolutionary, because you actually had a full keyboard. I know. It was like, oh my god. Like actual tactile buttons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those jitterbug phones, they're like 150 bucks too. And uh, they You know, I still have my old BlackBerry Storm, which was the first BlackBerry. I had one of those as well. Which was the first BlackBerry to be a, like just a... Slab with yeah. no actual buttons on them. Maybe I remember. I, don't have that one. I remember when I got it. I was like, "Wow, like this screen's so big, without the you know without the buttons at the bottom." Yeah. And now you know, like I pull it out of the the dresser, and it's like it's like two and a half inches long, you know, and it's just like, holy crap, we've come so far in yeah, oh yeah, just ten years. 
technology really is advancing at an incredible rate right now. Like, insane. And it's so thick, too. It's like, you know, it's almost like an inch thick. Yeah. So that's just crazy. Remember the little scroll ball on Blackberries? Oh, that's what you use yeah. to move around the your dark. screen. Do you remember the sidekicks where you... I never had one of those. Flip up. So. Um, so the Doom Eternal hype train continues. I'm so psyched for this. There's Doom G Fuel coming. And I just want to tell you, I'm excited. I'm excited. Use code MAYOR, guys. Get yourself a discount. Code MAYOR. Code RED. That used to be my favorite drink on earth. <laughs> Got to bring it back for Doom. No. Take it out of retirement. Doom G Fuel is what I'm going to be drinking. I might do a 24-hour stream for Doom Eternal. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm so psyched. So, I don't... I don't even know how to broach this subject. Oh, my God. Birds of Prey got released this week. Yeah, let's talk Birds of Prey. That's what I do on You're going to be the only people talking about <laughs> well, Birds of Prey. Well, here's the funny thing. I literally heard this phrase used multiple times in the reviews, that this is DC's best movie. Yeah. First of all, maybe it's true. I haven't seen it. I don't know. I don't want to see it because the trailers were terrible. Yeah. But I can't believe people are saying that. After Joker just came out a few months ago and was hailed as not only the best DC movie, yeah, but one of the best movies like made okay. in years. Well, I got a feeling they're not including Joker. Well, how could you not? It's, because the, he's, it's a he's, DC movie. He's not, well, yeah, but he's not in the main DC movie. But it's a DC movie. <laughs> but I think when they say the best DC movie, they're talking about like DCCU. Suicide, yeah, Suicide Squad, you know, Justice League, you know, all those movies. But it might be the best. Well, um, and if you're taking that, then there's no standard. Yeah. There's what uh, would you Wonder Woman? Aquaman? Wonder, no, Wonder Woman or Aquaman. Yeah. yeah. But, Man of Steel, which was yeah. before any of that. Which was almost a good movie. Man, I think Man of Steel was decent. Yeah. I mean, aside from one or two. It's underrated. Instances, like, you know, when his father's like and it, it's a meme now. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. No, he gets swept up it, in the If storm. they cut that out of the movie <laughs> and a little less Jorel. Yeah. It would have been a great movie. I actually liked that. Yeah. I liked Jor-El. No, I hated it. I loved it. Because it was like he was still alive. It was like, well, how am I supposed to feel bad when he's like having full-on conversations (laughs) with him? You're supposed to be an AI. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. But but this movie launched this week, and apparently like nobody saw this. Yeah. Like nobody. (laughs) Well, and I I got thinking about it. Like why? Even I. Why did this get made? Yeah, even I'm like, I don't, you know, I'm a big comic book movie fan, and I'm just like, I don't care about this no. whatsoever. And the trailers looked, and I, I feel like they're, the the fir- the worst thing that they did is they hid the the villain. Who is Black Mask? Yeah, it's Black Mask. Yeah, but you like you didn't know that. I did. And what does he look like? Well, I, I didn't see him. Like the marketing's been terrible. Yeah, like, it was the marketing was literally Harley Quinn like making a few corny yes, jokes. Exactly, exactly. And I've heard based on the reviews that I read that the characters including Harley Quinn yeah the characters are all very good they got what's his name Ewan McGregor yes to be bl- they got a big Ewan name Ewan McGregor's a great actor yes they got a big name and yet they've hit him completely yeah. like yeah. you didn't know who the villain was well I and did but if I didn't read it I wouldn't know who the villain was yeah and it's like you got this big name and you're not really showing it so like people don't know what the story is well they is. centered it on Harley Quinn which is fine yeah but the trailers, yeah, it didn't tell you really what the story was. Yeah. Well, I feel like they're trying to sort of position it as like DC's Deadpool. 
which well, it's rated R, which yeah. I also did not know yeah. until I read a review. They want it to be DC's Deadpool, but the issue with that is, is like at least Deadpool, he, he has some like really funny commentary. They made it known that it was like this is rated R, over the top, yeah, tongue in cheek. Well, yeah, but this is the identity. See, of I our didn't movie. feel like I didn't feel like the marketing really conveyed that you know in Deadpool. No, in. Uh, Birds of Prey. No, that's what I mean. Deadpool, like, their marketing was definitely like, yeah. oh, you're, yeah, you're yeah. going to laugh, yeah. it's going to be ridiculous, they it's going to be bloody, it's going to be F-bombs. his personality yeah. front and center. And, yeah. and, and Birds of Prey, they, they were apparently trying to market it in the same vein, but I got none of that. Like, I, I can't think well, of a single thought, joke or I, anything. I thought the trailers played it very safe. I had yeah. no idea this was a rated R yeah, not. It was basically like, oh, look at these kick-ass girls. I thought this like, was that was the yeah, basically that was the what it looked market. like to me was Suicide Squad with all females. Yeah, and I I hear it's very good. Yeah. it's not. It's a good movie. You know, if you want to play up like the the, the you go girl feminist side, I get it. That's fine. But you know, like for the for everybody else, you you need to like market to them too. You know, <laughs> because well, I don't think they played even played up. Like they didn't. The only thing I saw them really get from the trailer was Joker and Harley Quinn have broken up. Yeah. And here's a bunch of these characters. Yeah. That's it. There's well, they, no they other... They seem like, to really only focus on the heroes, though. Like, the good guys. Yeah. Like, I, all I remember from the trailers... I don't were, even know. We're like, okay, here's, you know, Harley. Here's uh, Black Canary. Here's, yeah. uh, you know, whoever... But I only remember the good guy. I don't even remember them saying like, "Oh, here, you know, this is Black Mask." Yeah. And he's after them for whatever reason. Yeah. You're like none of that. Like yeah. they completely hid the villain. Yeah. And they completely hid her <clears throat> personality. Yeah. You know, if she doesn't have the personality to carry it, this is the results, and it seems like that's what's happened. And it's a great movie, though. That's what everybody's saying is that they said Margot Robbie's great, all the other yeah. actresses are great, Ewan McGregor's great, story's good, the characters are good. So maybe it's just marketing. Yeah. Maybe it's just squarely on the feet of marketing. Literally, all the reviews are like, "This is their probably their best movie." Like, I kind of want to see it now. That's that's what I'm saying. Kind of, now I'm really kind of. Curious. I feel like I need to go see this just so I can be like, yeah. I want, I want to be able to come back and say, like, yeah, it is good. You should go see it. Yeah. I don't know if I'll feel that way, but maybe I will. I don't, I don't. Until I see it, I won't know. But it's funny that DC seemingly has another good movie on their hands, and it's flopping. Yeah. Um, so we haven't really asked each other this in a while. Have you been watching anything lately or playing you anything You know, I'm so or? glad you finally asked me this, because I feel like when we were doing this segment yeah. before... I was like working on the house. I wasn't doing anything. Yeah. So like every week I was like, I really haven't been doing anything. Yeah. But now I've been playing a million games and we don't have the segment. So I'm like, damn it. Why? Well, I don't want to do it every week. No. Um, well, as I told you this morning, I, I, I got the Animal Crossing fever. So I, I bought Animal Crossing for the 3DS, which I play on oh 2D. Oh my God. Which I, Animal Crossing. 3DS? What? Am I supposed to play it on PS? I know. I got to tell you the resolution. Go, go. The resolution is absolutely brutal. <laughs> is it like 540p? I, I might as well be playing this on the Black. No, actually, I'm pretty sure the Blackberry Storm actually has a higher pixel count. Than, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, it is brutal. It makes me wish for, you know, the Switch version, but that's not out for another month. Next month, yeah. But, and, you know, it got me thinking. I don't think I ever owned. An Animal Crossing game. Before I owned the original. Yeah, I remember you, and I remember seeing you play it all the time. Yeah. 
Um, so I, like, I sort of knew what I was getting into, yeah. but I was like, well, you know, I don't really know what I'm getting into. Yeah. So I was going to buy the Switch one next month, and I might still. I don't yeah. Know. But I was like, well, I better get this one because it's 20 bucks, you know, and that way if I don't like it, you know, I, 20 bucks, who cares? Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's all I think about now. Just building up my little town. Fishing. I did back then. I came home every single day from school and I played it for like at least half an hour every day. Yeah. I, I mean, I love In high school. I mean, I, I'm think you know, I'm playing what's essentially their stock market, you know, and yeah. I, I got to check every day to well, see what the prices are. Well, you said something about turnips. I was like, what the hell are you talking was about? Was that not in uh, the original? No, I don't think so. You can buy turnips on Sunday mornings from one character yeah. that's in town only on Sunday mornings. Yeah. And you got to go check every day to see what the prices of turnips are, because the only thing you can do with the turnips are sell Trade them. Yeah, you can only sell them. So it's it's their version of stock. Yeah, movie. you know, you gotta you gotta wait until maybe hopefully during the week. My my Animal Crossing story. I thought of two things. There was a fish that you could only catch like a certain time, and it was it was only available for like ten minutes a day. And it was insanely rare. So you had to be playing at that time of day. And, like, there was that. And then uh, if if you got a Game Boy Advance and the connectivity cable, you could connect it, fire it up on your GBA, go to this special island and get a pineapple. Damn. And then bring it back and plant it in your town. So, like, I was one of the few people who had that damn pineapple tree in my town. You know, it's funny as... um. Nobody else would know though because Nintendo has no online. Nintendo just Nintendo just dropped a bomb on me. You know, I, I walked out of one of the, the stores and all of a sudden this voice calls to me and I take a few more steps and there is a genie lamp and it's like oh the take me home genie. so so I take the genie lamp home and then it's in like, Animal Crossing yeah yeah so then out comes like a, a like a, is it Mario? a a Mario ghost kind of yeah looking character. And, uh, what are they called? Booze. And uh, he says, oh, well, if you have an amiibo, you know, no, I can take the amiibo yeah. shape and I'll give you something special. Right. Like something super rare yeah. or something. And it's like, you know, for... So for, they want you to buy 800 amiibos. Yeah, yeah. For a split second, I was like, oh, I need to go buy an amiibo. And then I was like, wait, what the... Like, then it hit me like, oh, this is just a marketing ploy. Like, yeah. I'm not falling for this. Yeah. But just for a split second, it did make me think, oh, shit, I need to go buy an amiibo. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so, you and no one exactly and I was like I'm not buying an Animal Crossing Amiibo but hey, you know I thought it was a pretty funny cluck and the yeah. other game I've been playing a lot is uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. still yeah which is a great game like I, I've really hit the meat of the game yeah. and I'm so impressed with it it's so much better than Final Fantasy 15 it's not even funny is 15 an MMO? Yeah, uh, no 15 is just the, the garbage RPG Okay. It's pure garbage. Um, you know, Dragon Quest Eleven takes it like kind of old Remember school. Remember what Chad Warden said? I don't even care if Xbox gets Final Fantasy. Because Final Fantasy sucks ass now. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, so, yeah, I mean, get Dragon Quest Eleven. Uh, I've actually, I wanted to recommend, did you watch the first season of Castle Rock? No. So I watched the first I, I, season. I started watching episode one on but I fell asleep. Season one's decent. It's, it's not bad, but Irma and I have been watching season two, and it's really good. We're not done with it yet, so I don't know if it's ultimately going to like you know, have a payoff. That's I might watch the ending and hate it. I don't know, but 
as of now, I think we're like six episodes in, and it's really, really good. So yeah. if you have Hulu, I recommend. I get the first season's kind of required watching, but not even really. It. it I, I'm constantly impressed by Stephen King's universe and stuff because yeah. I always viewed Stephen King as like kind of like the apple pie of fiction and horror like like this is just average it's everywhere like we're inundated with Stephen King so I never paid any attention to it but the more of it that I've consumed mostly through movies and TV because I've never read any of his books um, it's all been pretty good and this show is based on his universe and it pulls a lot of different elements from his universes together in a new original way so I've really been enjoying it and I have like a newfound respect for Stephen King because I just always kind of wrote him off as like boring like overhyped overplayed yeah but then you know I don't know um you know I bought It Chapter 2 yeah and I'm watching it I'm watching it I'm watching it, you know. I, I'm watching this movie for what seems like forever, <laughs> and then I, I had to go do something and I put it on pause. Yeah, never finished. I, I only made it an, an hour into it, <laughs> like, I couldn't believe it. Like, it felt like I'd been watching the movie for three hours. Yeah, and, and when I hit pause and I saw it was only one hour, I think it in, is a three hour movie. I don't know. I think it is. I, I never finished it. It's no. at least two and a half. And I loved the first day. I thought the first day was great. But the second one, I thought I seriously thought I was watching it for three hours. The second already. one wasn't bad. Most people, I felt like the first it was a more true horror movie. Yeah. The second one's kind of like a summer blockbuster with Pennywise. Now, they say um, they say Dr. Sleep was pretty good, too. Dr. Sleep is good. I, um, that movie was... That one also bombed surprising movies that I watched because like I just didn't ex- I thought it'd be okay and yeah. I ended up really liking it like it was no that's really a sequel good. to The Shining right yeah which is why I'm like yeah this is a terrible idea yeah 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 but it's, it's actually based on his there was a book yeah Stephen, a yeah. book that it was based on and um, <clears throat> I I thought it was really good and what made uh, Doctor Sleep was the villain actually she's really good through the whole movie yeah uh She's the most compelling character. It's like the hat or the hatter or something like that. Mm-hmm. She's really, really good. And yeah, it, I would recommend it for sure. Mm-hmm. I would watch that over Hit Chapter 2. Yeah, probably. I think I. And Hit Chapter 2 isn't bad, but. Yeah, I, <coughs> it's not good either. Not really. It's just <coughs> kind of one of those things where if you watch the first one, you kind of want to see the second one. Now, this is, um, this is one of the changes to the XFL here. Dancing? That's worth mentioning. No. The inside the two minute warning, yeah. the clock stops after every play, regardless like of what happens. Well, maybe I don't like that. Which is kind of interesting, especially when they're trying to kill the clock. Yeah. Because the clock keeps stopping. Yeah. So they can't. Yeah. So I mean it also This is the last two minutes of the game gonna last. 60 well it does minutes, it, it does take away the strategic element of keeping yeah. your, your timeouts. That's what I mean. Because or throwing the ball out of bounds. Now it doesn't or, matter. Like you yeah. can use your timeouts whenever. Right. Incomplete pass. Yeah, kind of but thing. it does also have the added benefit that you're you're see like yeah he just, they do not look like they're nearly as skilled. He, he just ran out of bounds because that's what he's been taught he used to. Yeah. yeah, but he didn't need. Is that to. Jerry Springer coaching the team? Because that's yes. really what it looks Jerry, like. Jerry, I don't know what his name is. Anyway, let's move on to Godspeed stories. All right, 
Uh, Sony closed down its VR studio in Manchester before it ever released the game. <laughs> is PSVR doomed, or is it going to rise this gen? I don't know. You know, it's been all quiet on that front. Has it? Like, but all radio silence is dead silence. Yeah. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier released this August with WandaVision in December. Teasers aired during the Super Bowl. Did you see these, and what did you think of them? The only one that I thought looked any interesting whatsoever was the Loki one, which is the one that is the furthest out. Really? So I thought Falcon I thought they all looked good. I thought they looked as you'd expect. I have no idea what the hell WandaVision is. I'm curious None. to see. I'm curious to see what Nor kind of what kind of pop they get in like subscribers. Yeah, yeah, that'll be because these are they, these are really big deals. Yeah, you know, they're like, clearly important, but. I can't say that I'm excited about either of those two. Like, Disney is so lucky. Like, you know, Netflix had to have Stranger Things. Yeah. And, and Amazon, I don't know. They if had Amazon. to create their own franchises. Yeah. Like, they got a little bit lucky. But Disney sort of has, like, these built-in yeah. mega hits. That they, they bought all Yeah, around. like, they, they know. They like, bought Star Wars. They bought yeah, they just the know. Marvel properties. Um, Rockstar's creative vice president said to be the main creative force behind GTA and Red Dead Redemption is leaving the company. Is Rockstar am cry? Are they going to release more than one game next gen? Yeah, you know. Is this a good thing? It's the Zen Master situation where, you know, where all you can say is, let's see, you know, because it sounds, on the surface, it sounds bad because, oh, you know, like, these are their two big games, but maybe in the end it'll be good because maybe they need a, a change. That's what I'm thinking. Is like oftentimes when you have somebody who leads the company to such success, yeah, you become like locked. Like this person has to make all the decisions. They know everything. This is the way to go. And then when they're gone, not that they're bad, but it just suddenly creates. All right, we need to do things differently now. Yeah, maybe we'll finally get another damn control scheme in their games <laughs> because they're terrible. Uh, System Shock 3 development team is apparently unemployed. Fate of Game is in limbo. Uh, you're going to cry tears for System Shock 3? Is this a shock to your system? system that's a good one. I never played System Shock. and I, This is one of those games where like, when a sequel got announced, I was kind of like, people think they want this, but for the most part, they really don't. And I would get flamed for saying that. And also, when a game like this gets announced, I also think there's a 50-50 shot. It's never going to see the light of day. Yeah. Which is apparently what is happening. Um, So, coming soon. Hey, we're going to PAX East. I was going to ask you, if we can conclude this as a discussion topic. Looking at that map, are there any booths or companies that you're like, I'm definitely going here? Like, you're like excited. Uh, The Nintendo booth. Which will probably be nothing. <laughs> It'll probably be Smash Brothers again. And yeah. <laughs> which, which, by the way... They'll last, probably be able to play Breath of the Wild. Last year, the it, original. Had, it had the biggest crowd. Uh, the, the tournament did. The, the Smash Brothers? Yeah. Oh my god, I couldn't believe the yeah. amount of people there. Um, you know, I, I don't had, think, was, was that out yet? What's that? Smash Brothers? Yeah, I think, I, I think Or it been just from, had come out? I think it had been out since like December, November of the previous year. So it's still year. pretty hot. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, there were, but you know, and you know, Smash is just wildly yeah. popular. And, and another, one of the other biggest booths was that Smash clone, um, Brawl, Brawlers or whatever, Brawlhalla. Brawl. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That that was probably the second biggest one. 
I'm I am going to keep saying this. I I'm really disappointed that Facebook's not going to be there because I really wanted to talk to them. Yeah, I really wanted to talk to them about like what their plans are and what's going on. Mixer's got a huge booth, which is interesting. Really? Yeah, they okay. do. Okay, I'm trying to remember. Were they there last year? I can't remember. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, did Xbox? Have, yeah, Xbox had a booth. Did right? They? But they don't have one this yeah, year. Yeah, they did. They have mix, Mixer as Xbox. But. Yeah, maybe that's what they want to... Maybe that's just what they're strategically trying to push. I'm trying to find that. Here's that map again. Really, Xbox's booth last year was kind of just... It was indie games. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't even really need to bother. Yeah. PlayStation has a sizable... They've got three booths. Yeah, but it'll probably be all dreams. I hope not. Um... Trying to see if there's anybody else on here that I'm really like. Oh, Devolver's got two booths, three booths, 17 days, which means you'll, you'll only have to listen to us talk about it for two more weeks. <laughs> Devolver, I'm going straight for Devolver when I walk in the door. Straight for Devolver. Um, where's the Where's the map? What? Where's the what? Where's the map? Oh, I'm. I'm on the website. I'll I'll send it to you again as we speak, so I can take a look at this. But yeah, I'll definitely, you know, being the being the Nintendo fanboy that I am. I'm telling you, it's gonna be trash. Take a peek. It's gonna be complete trash. I mean, you're talking to a guy who religiously is playing Animal Crossing on the 3DS. <laughs> I'm used to the abuse. It's so funny to me. Trash. When we were in high school, we had a Nintendo website. You yeah. basically hated Nintendo. You took yeah. every opportunity to flame them. Yeah. And now you're like, <laughs> I'm the one who's flaming them nonstop. And you're <laughs> the one who's like, no, they're not bad. Well, yeah, but I mean, wasn't that the whole like impetus behind this? Uh, yeah, yeah. This podcast? But, but the, how we always seem but, to wind up the on point, the opposite side of the Right. The point is, is that it actually, we're not, do, we're not making it up. No. Just for content. Uh, you know, We're like, this is actually how we feel. I think yesterday morning I was I was thinking about the same thing, about how, like, w- when GameCube Heaven was around, I was like, eh, you know, I don't give a shit about GameCube. Yeah, like, oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because like, I had just gotten an Xbox, too. And, and like, I, the most, the most, the story that you were the most excited to write for that website, and it showed in the article itself, <laughs> was when Silicon Knights <clears throat> left. When, when when Nintendo and Silicon I wish Knights, Silicon Knights had died because you you were you were like you just like totally just thrashed like everybody like oh it's all over you know oh, this is the end and now you're like Nintendo <laughs> Nintendo I love you you're the yeah. best. Um, well, I think it was a little bit and the Switch is complete trash on top of it all. Well, the GameCube <laughs> was a better console than the Switch. I will not back down from that. Okay, you're gonna have to back down from that. No, one. But, yeah. no. It had a ton of great games. Uh, it really did. Yeah, but a ton of great games spread out over five years. Yeah, Switch has got three great games. Switch has a billion. That you can't play a because billion. it's stupid handheld. Uh, you know, it's funny. You know, they're, they're literally N64 games. Did you play Switch Lite? Breath of the Wild is an N64 game. Did you play the Switch Lite yet? No, I never I went. picked up a Switch Lite in Best Buy yesterday. And I thought of you for a moment because I was like, you know, Ryan probably would have been better off buying this switch. No, I hate him. <laughs> I, I hate the whole thing. Uh, the games, yeah, the games aren't good. I, 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 I was wrong about handhelds. I've come around, and I feel like I, I, I had to grow up to appreciate Nintendo again. It's just kind of weird because when I was a kid, 
and I think you, you'd, you'd have to be in that moment. I appreciated them. Yeah, but compared to... Okay, you gotta remember, though, when, when Xbox came out... Because they hadn't fallen behind yet. Yeah. High well, it sort of had. But not that... The big one. Not the big one. You know, I... online gaming hadn't taken off. See, I think it's actually the opposite, because Xbox came out with confident online. Yeah. Which was a total revolution. Yeah. I mean, like... It's huge, enormous. Yeah. Yeah. But now I'm like, I don't give a shit about multiplayer games. Really. That's all I care. Like, I don't give a shit anymore. That's why. That's why. Like, if Nintendo I want to play a multiplayer game, Nintendo's making the same games that they did 30 years if, ago. Exactly. And if I want, I've already played it 30 I, years ago. If I want to play a multiplayer game, I'll play like Halo or Rainbow Six on the Xbox yeah. or Rocket League. Outside of that, like I'm like, oh, you know, I, I really just want to play games to relax because my, you know, my day's so hectic and stressful. Like I don't want to come home and, you know, be trembling by the end of the night. I'll tell you, sn- team snipers. I'm, I'll tell you what I don't want is to have to go to a damn menu every time my stupid weapon breaks because I swung it uh, twice. Oh the, my the, god. The joys. I have never. I swear to God, I have never played a worse game than Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I've never played a worse game. Yeah, we're canceled. Never played a worse game. We're going to be run out on the rail for that one. Uh, by the way, uh, Bleeding Edge, <laughs> the Bleeding Edge beta starts this week. This week. So go try it. It's Ninja Theory's new game. It's a brawler, multiplayer brawler. It's really fun. Check it out. I feel like it's flying under the radar. It uh, and that's it for this episode of Breath of the Wild Sucks with Mayor Reynolds and Matt Bronson. We'll see you next week if the birds don't scrape us down. We'll be back to crash all your favorite.